I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Mint Money. My name is Neil Borate and today we'll be talking about the Bharat Bond ETF. The Bharat Bond ETF is a kind of mutual fund that invests in the debt issued by public sector companies. There are two variants of the ETF, one which will mature in 2023 and one which will mature in 2030. So periods of three years and 10 years. The yields on the two ETFs are currently around 6.5% for the three-year ETF and 7.5% on the 10-year ETF. If you hold the ETFs to maturity, that is the return that you will get before tax. The Bharat Bond ETF is a passive fund. This means that it has given up the advantage of active management and beating the index in return for charging extremely low fees. The expense ratio on the Bharat Bond ETF is just 0.0005% compared to, for example, 0.2% to 0.4% on actively managed banking and PSU debt funds, the most comparable category. In terms of proportion, that's 800 times more. So what are its advantages? First, it's low risk. It invests in the debt of public sector companies and such companies have the implicit backing of the government of India. Second, the yield that you get at the time of investment is the return you will get before tax if you hold the ETF to maturity. This structure is not commonly available in open-ended debt funds. Third, you get the benefit of tax indexation. If you hold the ETF for longer than three years and you are charged a lower 20% tax rate. On the other hand, if you invest in bank FDs, for example, you will be taxed at slab rate, which could be as high as 30%. Fourth, you'll get a reasonable amount of liquidity. If you want to exit your investment before maturity for some reason, you can sell the ETF units on the stock exchange and exit. So what are the pitfalls? Interest rates in India are at multi-year lows. Investing in an ETF will lock you into the prevailing interest rate. Do you really want to do that? One way to get around it is to do an SIP in which you invest a fixed amount every month or perhaps even every year so that you get the benefit of different levels of interest rates. Second, the ETF value will fluctuate on a day-to-day -day basis. If you intend to hold it to maturity, this will not matter. But if you want to exit it in between, you can get a lower return 
and it can also cause you some level of stress and anxiety. Third, some of the PSUs in the ETF may get privatized. This will force them out of the ETF and the consequent rebalancing can affect both liquidity and returns. Fourth, you need a DMAT and trading account to invest in the ETF. You may not have one and might have no intention of opening one. However, Edelweiss AMC has announced that it will also launch a fund of funds along the same lines as the ETF. So even investors who do not have DMAT and trading accounts can invest in Bharat bond ETF just like any other mutual fund. Stay tuned. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.